Hey, what is going on guys? So this is another audio narration of the latest article on collegeinfogeek.com and that article is called How to Write a Winning College Application Essay. It's another article by Ransom Patterson who is the student writer of uh, all the standalone articles on the site. I write the video articles, the ones that are attached to videos and the show notes that go to podcast episodes, but Ransom is the one who currently writes all the standalone articles. Though, now that I think about it, me doing these narrations means they're not exactly standalone, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, I know with last week's audio narration for the uh, post on taking breaks, they got a lot of a lot of downloads, actually. So I figured you guys actually like these audio narrations and they're fun to do. So I'm going to keep doing them for all the articles where it makes sense to do them. So um, I'm going to get some uh, updated team pages designed and put up on the site soon so you can actually see all the articles that each person on the College Invoke Geek team has contributed to. And uh, once those are built, I'll be able to point you towards Ransoms so you can get you know some more credit and so you can see all of his work from there. But for now, if you want to follow him, he's on Twitter at Ransom Patterson, or you can just go to this particular article on the site and you can check out his bio at the bottom of the post. And I would recommend going to the article, even if you listen to this audio narration, because he's got some links to extra resources. We've got links to other articles on the site, and there's some links to some example essays that I think would be really good to check out uh, just to kind of get a feel of how to craft a good essay. You know, this, this post is going to bring you through the process and give you a lot of tips, but it's always good to look at some uh, excellent examples. So that's all I've got other than, oh, I need, I need to tell you the URL for that post. This is something I also need to do. I should probably create some sort of page that collects all the audio narration posts. Uh, currently, that's not in existence. So if you want to read this post, you can go over to collegeinfogeek.com slash college dash essay. And yes, I realize that it's completely <laughs> inconvenient to be to be telling you guys URLs with dashes in the in the in the text and having you guys try to remember them. But if you have this podcast episode downloaded on a podcast uh, app, such as the uh, podcast app on on iOS or the Google Play app on your Android phone or my favorite Pocket Casts, which is on both, then the show notes section of the episode should link to this and should have the entire text in there, which you can check out from there. So definitely subscribe to the podcast in uh, one of those apps if you want to get those show notes right on your phone. So let's get into this narration. If you've just finished your junior year of high school, then college application essays are probably going to be uh, in your very near future. Now, since Thomas and Martin have been doing a series of podcast episodes about how to get into college lately, I thought it would be appropriate to write up an article about how to write a college application essay and one that stands out and makes a great impression. Now, maybe you're thinking, crap, I don't even know how to write this kind of essay at all, let alone a great one. Well, don't worry. I was in your same position four years ago, and I learned a lot through both my own college application process and through my subsequent years as an English major who wields commas like shurikens. So today I'm going to share some of that knowledge and teach you how you can craft an essay that really bolsters your overall college application. And first, let's talk about why your college application essay matters. When juggling transcripts, forms, and dates and everything else, it can be easy to brush off the college application essay as just another part of the application. However, while it's true that the essay isn't the only thing that matters to college admissions officers, a great essay can actually compensate for less than stellar aspects of your application like your grades. And 
On the flip side, a bad essay can overshadow all of your other accomplishments and paint you in a pretty bad light. In general, it's the only part of the application where you have the opportunity to show the college exactly who you really are. Most of the other parts of the application are just lists and statistics. Your GPA, your courses taken, list of extracurriculars, maybe some work or volunteer experience. And that stuff matters, but it doesn't make you special. This is especially important to note if you're aiming to attend a very competitive school. Everyone applying is already going to have a high GPA, a laundry list of advanced classes, and will have been president of every student organization since the dawn of mankind. Also, some of them will secretly be robots. So, Treat a college application essay as a tool for standing out in ways that the robots can't. It's a lot like a cover letter that you'd write when you're applying for a job. It's your chance to reveal the person behind the accomplishments and the statistics. Even if you're only applying to a couple of schools that you know you can get into, it'll still serve you well to write a compelling admissions essay. Standing out from everyone else could put you in the running for additional scholarships, and it'll also simply just make a good impression, which never hurts. So now let's talk about how to pick the correct essay topic. It's impossible to write an article covering every single essay prompt you could encounter in the college application process. Just within the US, the types of questions vary somewhat among different schools, to say nothing of what you might encounter at schools in other countries. There are, however, some general commonalities. For good examples, here are the five questions from this year's Common Application, which is a kind of master application that's accepted by many US colleges and universities. Number one, some students have a background, identity, interest, or talent that is so meaningful they believe their application would be incomplete without it. If this sounds like you, then please share your story. Number two, the lessons we take from failure can be fundamental to later success. Recount an incident or time when you experienced failure. How did it affect you and what did you learn from that experience? Number three, reflect on a time when you challenged a belief or idea. What prompted you to act and would you make the same decision again? Number four, describe a problem you've solved or a problem you'd like to solve. It can be an intellectual challenge, a research query, an ethical dilemma, anything that is of personal importance to you no matter the scale. Explain its significance to you and what steps you took or that you could take to identify a solution. And number five, discuss an accomplishment or event, formal or informal, that marked your transition from childhood to adulthood within your culture, community, or family. As you can see, these questions are all very open-ended, and they're supposed to be. Colleges want to give you as much freedom as possible to show them who you are. The prompts are just supposed to be starting points. That being said, you can set yourself up for success from the start by choosing a topic that lets you show your strengths. Don't pick a prompt just because you think answering it will make you sound quote-unquote impressive. This quote by former Stanford University Dean of Admissions Robin Mamlet focuses on course selection, but it applies perfectly to essays as well. And she says, quote, Colleges want to see a student who studies French because he adores French, not a student who studies Chinese because she's been told it looks better to an admissions office. Trust me, colleges don't care which question you answer. It's how you answer it that matters. Whatever application process you're going through, you'll likely have a choice of several different questions. Don't get overwhelmed trying to pick the right one. My suggestion is just to read through them all and then narrow them down to one or two that really speak to you. From there, you want to get out a piece of paper and start brainstorming ideas for each one. At this point, nothing is off the table. Put down anything you can think of that might work as an essay because the more ideas, the better. You'll often find that your best ideas only come out after you get the obvious ones out of the way.
Speaking of obvious ideas, the biggest piece of advice I can give you about writing college essays is this. Avoid the obvious. There are so many ways to succeed at these essays so long as you keep your approach interesting. And the best way to be interesting is to avoid boring, overused answers that admissions officers will have read literally thousands of times. So here are a few things to avoid writing about. Number one, that time you really grew as a person. Number two, how you met your current boyfriend or girlfriend. Number three, anything that comes across as narcissistic. Number four, anything creepy. I'm not sure how to put this, but there are some things that are best left unshared on your college application. Number five, anything full of superlatives, like it was the best day of my life, or it was the most awesome thing I've ever done, etc. And number six, most of all, anything trite. Really, the success of your essay will come down not to what you write about, but how. In general, it's much easier to stand out on the basis of how you approach your topic than on what you say. For the most part, it's unlikely that you've experienced anything extremely uncommon in the relatively short amount of time that you've been a human. Most high school students lead lives that don't deviate too far from the norm. Except that one quiet guy in your class that sits next to the window near the back, he's almost certainly a genius mech pilot or the subject of some prophecy in an alternate dimension that he'll be transported to, but... Yeah. Now, it's certainly possible that you could happen to be that guy, and I definitely encourage you to highlight any uncommon experience you've had on your essay. For instance, if you've climbed Mount Everest or visited space or helped cure a rare disease, then yeah, you should probably mention that at some point. However, most people really don't have such novel experiences in their short life experience, and that's just fine. Don't think of your life as too boring to provide material for a great essay, because with the right approach, you can still write an essay that wows. Okay, so now we've covered what to avoid, but what in the world should you talk about? Well, as I mentioned before, it's best to start with brainstorming. Once you follow that process I described before and you have, say, a list of 10 or 15 topics, I recommend doing a bit of free writing for each. If you've never heard of this before, free writing is basically just taking a topic and writing anything that comes to your head. Just take a blank document or a sheet of paper, set a timer for maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and start writing. The point of this exercise is twofold. Number one, it helps you to get all the obvious stuff out of your head first. When you begin to write an essay, it's normal to fall back on cliches, and that's okay to start because it gets you into the flow of writing. But we want to get that stuff out of the way as quickly as possible so we can move on to the not so obvious. And number two, when writing about a topic in a free manner, you can stumble onto an idea that's even better than your original one. For instance, you might start by thinking you're writing an essay about how marching band taught you the value of hard work, only to realize halfway through writing it that what it really taught you was the importance of committing yourself wholeheartedly to a goal and following through it. If you're really stuck coming up with topics to brainstorm and free write, here are some general categories of things to get you started. You can talk about sports you've played, clubs you've belonged to, or better yet, started. Uh, number three, organizations you've been a part of, volunteer work you've done, maybe some notable accomplishments like maybe creating your own website or building an app, notable experiences, maybe traveling to the North Pole or doing a homestay in another country or meeting the president, or notable abilities you might have, like fluency in another language or wilderness survival skills or Iron Chef level cooking abilities. These are all just jumping off points for the essay. They'll get you started, but simply writing about these things alone isn't enough. More work needs to be done in order to craft an essay that makes you truly stand out. Now to do that, you'll first want to avoid making some of the common mistakes that students often make. And the two biggest mistakes that I believe students make most often when they're writing their application essays are, number one, being too vague, and number two, focusing on events instead of feelings. 
So let's look at both these issues in more detail and then we'll cover some ways of fixing them, starting with the first big mistake of being too vague. And there's a really good quote from a blogger named Riss Alexander that I wanted to share with you here. And he says, quote, detail makes the difference between boring and terrific writing. It's the difference between a pencil sketch and a lush oil painting. As a writer, words are your paint. Use all the colors. Vagueness isn't a problem unique to emissions essays. It's something that all writers struggle with, including myself. I actually struggled with it while writing this very article. So why do we have a tendency to write vaguely? I believe the main cause of this problem is that there's a disconnect between what we know in our heads and what we put down on paper. With all the knowledge you have of a topic, it can seem that a few simple sentences are enough to do it justice. But that's really the case. You have to remember that the person reading your essay knows nothing about you, save for a few basic facts and statistics. Furthermore, they likely know nothing about the subject of your essay either. And even if they do, they certainly don't have the same knowledge or perspective that you have. To close this gap, you need to be as specific as possible. Here's an example. Let's say you've decided to write about your time in high school marching band, and specifically, you're recounting the first time you performed with the band in front of a crowd. And I use this example because it's something that I'm personally familiar with. Here's what a first attempt at describing this might look like. Quote, The first time I marched in front of a crowd, I was so nervous. We got into formation, we took the field, and began to play. It was all a blur, and before I knew it, it was over. As I walked off the field after that first performance, I felt prouder than I ever had. It's not bad, it sets the scene and tells the story, and it even includes some emotional language, but it could be way more specific. Here's another version of the same idea, only this time around, it's much more focused and detailed. Quote, The first time I marched in front of a crowd, I was so nervous that I could barely hold up my saxophone. As we stood there on the football field ready to begin, I looked up into the stands and noticed for the first time how huge the crowd was. So many eyes on me. What if I screwed up? Before I had time to think, though, I saw the drum major take the stand and give the signal. I brought my instrument to my lips and did everything just as we had rehearsed. I didn't even have time to think. I just knew what to do. The next five minutes were a blur, and after the last note had faded, we turned in formation and we marched off the field. Leaving the field that day was the first time I realized the power of devoting everything I had to a goal and following through. You see the difference? This second version isn't going to win any awards, and it definitely needs more work, but the specificity is there. Note all the details. If the person reading this essay had no idea about marching band or music, this description would at least give them enough detail to empathize with the writer. A good rule of thumb is this. Write what you think is enough detail, and then write twice as much. The right amount is probably somewhere between the two. Now let's dig into that second common mistake, which is describing events instead of feelings. Many admissions essays focus too much on what happened and not enough on how it made you feel and what you learned from it. Remember, you're not Sergeant Joe Friday writing up a police report. You're not saying just the facts, ma'am, here. And you're not writing a newspaper article. And you're certainly not just telling the story for the heck of it. You're trying to show who you are and what you're about. To do this, you need to get away from simply summarizing events. For instance, let's say you spent a summer during your high school years doing a homestay in another country while learning a new language. When writing about an experience like this, it can be really easy to get wrapped up in all the cool things that happened. But you can't forget to talk about what matters. You need to talk about what you learned, about how this experience changed you, and how it helped form who you are today. Now, talking about your feelings and the lessons you've learned is hard. I get it, especially doing it in a way that doesn't sound cliche. And once again, the key to doing this is to be specific. And if you want some examples, this is definitely in a point 
within the narration that you're going to want to check out the actual text of the blog post because John Hopkins University has a full web page full of essays that worked and there was one in particular called Breaking Into Cars that showcases what the writer learned from his experiences really well. So if you go over to collegeofgeek.com slash college dash essay, you'll find the links to those resources at this point in the narration. All right, back to the actual article. On a more technical note, the individual words you use can make or break your essay as well. Now, this could be the subject of an entire blog post, which would probably put anyone who doesn't share my interest in arcane things like subordinate clauses and intransitive verbs right to sleep. So, to keep this section short, here's a quick list of words I think that you should avoid. Happy, sad, amazing, good, great, awesome. These are just filler words that we lean on for convenience. To craft an outstanding essay, you have to get past these overused descriptions. So hopefully those tips can help you avoid those big mistakes that most students make. And to round this article off, here are a few additional pieces of advice for writing a successful admissions essay. Number one, you really want to proofread. Sadly, one of the easiest ways to stand out is to have correct spelling and grammar. A lot of students just simply don't have it. Don't let stupid mistakes pull down the quality of your essay. Proofread this thing more than any essay you've ever written. Number two, you really want to put a lot of time into the edit. And I'm not just talking about mechanical errors like spelling and grammar and everything like that. That's just the proofreading section. Once that's done, you want to go back through your essay and look for things like consistency of tone, style, and form. Does the way the essay is organized make sense? What could be clear? What do you need to add? And what should you cut? And on that note, there's actually a really good quote by Dr. Seuss that I wanted to share from you because he says, so the writer who breeds more words than he needs is making a chore for the reader who reads. It's a pretty good quote here for editing. Now, if you need more help, this is actually a point in the narration where you're going to want to check out the show notes or the article because Ransom has put in a link to a style guide from Purdue that can really help you edit your essay with a bit more clarity. Tip number three is to get a second, third, or even a fourth opinion. Once you've proofread and edited the essay until you're completely sick of it, you want to let a few people you trust look over it. Anyone who knows anything about writing will do. And if they're willing, get one of your English teachers to read it. These people will point out things that you never would have noticed on your own. Number four, do not procrastinate. Look, I know, we all procrastinate. It's part of the human experience. It's part of human nature. But please, please do not procrastinate on your admissions essay. Everything I've covered in this article matters only if you give yourself enough time. If you start the day before the application is due, all I can say is good luck. And number five, relax. You can do this. The college application process is stressful and the essay can seem like an insurmountable hurdle, but you can do it and you're going to be fine. So in conclusion, I hope that after listening to this post, you feel a bit more confident in your ability to write your college admissions essay. I know it might feel scary and impossible, but with the right approach and enough time, you can write an essay that showcases your unique personality and impresses admissions officers. If you've got any questions about the college admissions essay, you can definitely go over to the College Info Geek community, and there's always going to be a thread for these blog posts, and uh, that thread will be linked from this particular blog post. So thank you once again for listening to this narration. If you want to find the blog post, once again, that URL is collegeinfogeek.com slash college dash essay. If you enjoyed this narration and you want to support the show, one way you can do that is to go on iTunes and leave a rating and review for the podcast. Doing that helps to bump the podcast up the rankings and the charts, and that helps more people find it and subscribe and keep listening, which makes me happy and helps more students in the future. So if you want to do that, uh, it takes just a couple of minutes and I would massively appreciate it. Otherwise, that is all I've got for you guys today. So until the next podcast episode comes out, stay cute.